back. <clears throat> it's been two weeks. I kind of forgot how to do the intro. Just kidding. I'm in a lot of pain right now, so it's something. But welcome back to episode 86, the Nick Boyle, Todd mm. Heap episode mm. of the Purple Rain, Purple Pain podcast. It's Purple Pain from now on. Um, just came off, I would think, the worst regular season loss, I think, in a couple of years. Um, can't really... Last year, maybe the Titans, that kind of hurt, but... It was worse than the Dolphins lost a couple weeks ago? Yep, I'm just because it's the Steelers. Mm. It's Pittsburgh, it's the Steelers, man. Um, but we're here, we're ready to talk about it. But yeah. first, but first, let's just get out the way. Where can they find you on Instagram and Twitter? Hey, man, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, just at Sutton Death, man. You can shoot me a follow. We can talk Ravens, go back and forth if you guys know me. Uh, this guy over here, you can find him on Twitter at SimplyAS10. And on Instagram at SimplyAS10.prod. And most importantly, do not forget, if you're new to this channel, make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to SimplyAS10 on YouTube thank you, thank you, as well. Thank Best thank highlight you. videos in the game. All right. <clears throat> One more thing, too. Make sure you follow us, The Purple Rain Podcast, on Instagram at The Purple Rain Podcast. Exactly how you see it spelled up there, up top. You can even scan that QR code on top of my head. It'll bring you right to the official Instagram of The Purple rain or purple pain should i say podcast this is episode 86 thank you guys so so much for coming through we appreciate all of you guys who are watching live right now if you're not watching or listening live right now and you're part of the hashtag replay gang we appreciate you guys so so much we love you guys make sure you guys leave a comment down below saying hashtag replay gang just so you know we can love that comment respond to you yada 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 we appreciate you guys um but yeah like my guy alex said man this is probably the most painful uh, embarrassing, you know, just despicable loss that we've had in in quite some time now. In quite some time, yeah. uh, we're gonna get into it all tonight. The title of the video, of course, is "Can the Ravens Salvage This Season?" Right now, we stand at eight and four. Uh, right, we have one divisional win, two divisional losses. If we can still win our division, we'll make the playoffs, and then maybe we can make a run. Who knows? Um, but well, before we get into you know that question, let's just go ahead and just review. The game. Before we do that, let's just bring up who's all in the chat right now, because um, you know we love to give a big shout out to everybody that's a part of the Rain Gang here in the live stream. Uh, so we got our guy Ron TV in the house says, "I expect no adjustments from Wink." In my opinion, right there mm. with you. from Wink, I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get, yeah, into we'll that. get into all that. We'll get into that. Uh, Voice says, "What is going on? What's up?" Yeah, I know, man. I know, Voice. It's a lot. It's a lot. I got Josh in the building. What's up, Josh? How you doing, man? Appreciate you for coming through the stream. Um, Boz, you know, the, the coveted Steelers fan who is also a Purple Rain pioneer. So, you know, we got to pay our respects. Boz, big shout out to you and your Steelers. Congratulations on getting that W yesterday. It says Purple Pain Podcast. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah I know. Praying on our downfall. Yeah. Raven Ron already talking about the 2P call from yesterday that Harbaugh made at the end of the we'll game. We'll talk about that, how we feel about that. Um, what's up, Ron? How you feeling, man? Uh, Taquan Christian in the house is yo, what's up, Rain Gang? Alex and what's Sutton, up? as usual, man. What's up, Taquan? We appreciate you. Uh, Yolanda in the house. What's up, Yolanda? Hope you're doing well. Um, we got Chris Reed in here, too. We got our guy Gerald in the house what's as up, well. Gerald? G Money. What's good, man? Thank you for coming through. Um, says Lisa says, hey, guys, I was wondering why John didn't just bring JT in. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Esco in the building. What's good, Rain Gang? Yo. What's going on, man? Appreciate you for coming through. Cam Neal in the house. My guy Cam, man. Always yes. coming through. Always supporting, man. Cam is like one of he's out. one of he's one of my favorites because like he may not always watch the live stream, but he but tunes he in afterwards and he and, comments like, yeah. And the timestamp. So it's not the like he's stamps. talking like you know what he's talking about. And you can go I right know. there. I love it. I love it. Big shot. You can tell he's a exactly. You can tell he's a true listener, man. And we appreciate you for that. Um, Darius, the official in the house says, what's good, Rain Gang? What's up, Darius? How you doing, man? Melvin Groom in the house. Um, yeah, Boz, just saying, like the video. You, you guys already know what's up, man. Like the video before we get into anything else. Um, subscribe to the channel if you're new here, too. Uh, Jprime235, what's up? Quony four times. How you doing, man? Zach George in the house. Oh. Jimmy Kidwell. Oh. We got Lenny Beeson. Oh. Everybody's in here, man. We appreciate you guys. Isaac's in the house. Um, Brandon Wyatt. Yeah. We even got our first super chat, too. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah. You guys can donate to us on Super Chat if you'd like to. Spencer the Realist says, what's up, boys? Maybe there's too many injuries. Thank you, Spencer, for making it rain here on episode 86 of PRP. Uh, Maybe there's too many injuries. Yeah, man, the injuries, they seem to be catching up. They've been catching up for the past couple weeks. I say the past month. 
those those holes on our offense have been very very uh, um, emphasized. You know, they're they're glaring holes now, and you know they just keep one hole keeps opening up after the other. Man, it's just it's not good. It's not good. Um, but yeah. Lots to talk about, like our guy Gerald yeah, said. Lot, um, we also have our guy JD Killswitch in the building. What's up, JD? Thank you for coming through. Um, he says thoughts on the Rashad Bateman situation. We'll, we'll touch on that later, too. Yeah, we'll get into that. I thought that was pretty interesting from today, but we'll get into that. Um, but first, like me and Alex were saying, let's go ahead and just review this game. What I actually want to do for all of you guys who are here watching live on YouTube, I'm going to bring up uh, the box score from the game uh, just so we can all together kind of look at the stats from. Uh, what happened yesterday just kind of breaking down the numbers uh, and I'll kind of yeah put it on screen for you guys so you guys can see so obviously Steelers 20 Ravens 19 um, just kind of looking at the let's look at the passing attack first and foremost so Lamar Jackson our quarterback 23 for 37 253 yards through the air one touchdown one pick seven that, sacks that pick is laughable I'm just gonna get into it right now that pick mm. was just I'm I'm I think this is the first time as in the Lamar era where like <clears throat> this loss was on him, I want to say. Um, um and just he isn't like right now he's not playing like a top 10 quarterback. Maybe yeah. not even. I mean, and I get the line, I get everything like that, but I don't know what these interceptions are. I don't know what's going on with him up here. Um Yeah. But I think it's to the point maybe he's outgrown our offensive coordinator. I mean, mm. I don't know how you feel yeah. about that. I don't know if you hear the wind outside. It's actually really loud. Um, I do hear the wind. That's pretty yeah, my bad. I don't know. <laughs> that's, what, that's TJ Watt running past our uh, our line for the fifteenth millionth time. Um, yeah, yeah. But just oh man, I don't know what's going. Like this is not the the Ravens' offense we're used to. We haven't put up. We haven't scored in the first quarter since the Chargers game. That was like a whole different season. Like, I don't think we've <sighs> scored over twenty points since the Chargers game. No. It's been like at least a yeah, month, I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's pretty embarrassing. Things are getting times are getting really tough for the Ravens. And you know, a lot of people over the past couple of weeks were saying, Oh, you know, it was is a healthy balance of blame between blaming the defense and blaming the offense. Mm-hmm. For me, it's been the offense. When you when your team cannot yeah. score over twenty points in four weeks, four or five weeks, that's a problem. You're not gonna win football games like that. You know, because our defense, believe it or not, Plays pretty well. We keep teams to a to a manageable, you know, reasonable amount of points. We don't let teams run up the score on us, but we just cannot seem to score the football, and that's the issue. Um, now, just talking about that interception that you brought up before, Alex, that first one of the game, uh, first and last one from Lamar, that one, that was one of those plays where one TJ Watt was running free, scot-free at Lamar Jackson. Nobody touched him. No one touched him, which is something that should never ever happen never like it shouldn't have happened on that play it shouldn't have happened on the last play of the game there's no reason why you should be letting the best pass rusher undoubtedly the best pass rusher in the game in the game top two and not two i don't i don't want to hear about miles thank garrett you. tj thank, thank is better you. thank you thank you know what i'm saying there's no reason why we do not have a game plan for him after they said all week yeah we're game planning as if tj oh, was gonna play yeah exactly what did y'all do? there was no preparations nothing what was that Nothing. I mean, you you can't have him running free at Lamar Jackson. Now, of course, Lamar, he shouldn't be, you know, just throwing that ball up for chance, you know, especially that that type of that type of stuff doesn't normally work. It worked last week against the Browns. Yes, I get it. But it's not going to work every time. No. It's not going to work every time. So, you know, that was I, w- I put half of that on Lamar. I put half of that on um, Roman. Because I feel like, listen, listen, man, like you have to have a, a plan in place, whether it's going to be Macari taking, you know, handling him, whether it's going to be um, the tight end chipping him off the line or something like that. But you just cannot give him a free shot. That's oh, just like a layup. It's a like, layup. And, and speaking of free shot, I literally never want to see Tyree Phillips on this line again. Mm. Like, I'm sure this plastic fork right here has more uses than Tyree Phillips. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it's just like when he came in, it's like, oh, well, there. We're about to give up a sack, and we just give up a sack. And, yeah. and, and don't get me started on Ben Power. Bro, didn't Ben Power say he likes to, like, crush grown, grown men's dreams? You just are standing there, and you have your own quarterback running. I, I get you don't can't turn around, but he's just standing there. Like, not even trying to block anybody. Right. Yeah. Like, this looks like I'm watching a JV football team sometimes. It's like, oh, well, the varsity's going to be up next. I mean, they was just the young guys. I just don't get what is just what happened. 
what yeah it, it's just I mean, tough to watch I don't get it either, man. I do not understand. Um, Taquan Christian chimes in here, says, Lamar's decision-making is not the best at the moment. Yeah, it it, it's not. That's putting it very lately. Yeah, I mean, and the I think the biggest problem is, well, the biggest problem yesterday was that he was holding the ball a little bit too yeah. long. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem, with, the problem with me making that assessment after watching the game on broadcast television is that we don't get the all 22 when we watch no. on TV. So it's like, I can't see who's open, who's not, who's getting separation, who's not. So when I go back and look at that, I'll make that assessment for myself and mm-hmm. tell you guys, or, you know, and tell you guys whether or not I think Lamar Jackson's holding the ball too long. I think he was, because there were some plays where he could have thrown it away, you know? Um, but at the same time, man, I got to take a look for myself. I got to take a look for myself. But that decision making that he had, that decision that he made to throw that ball when TJ Watt was in his face um, towards the end zone, that was definitely not the smart decision at all. Live to fight another day and just lose the battle, win the war. And I know we didn't talk about the Browns game last week. Um, Thank gosh, that was ugly. But there was a play I saw in all 22 where Rashad Bateman was wide open. It was a touchdown. And Lamar just didn't see it. And I saw Jeff Zrebeck during the game said that he had, he missed Hollywood deep. They said Hollywood was wide open. He didn't make the throw. So, like, our receivers are getting separation. I don't know if it's in Lamar's head. I don't know what's going on. But what I do know is that this offense works best in a hurry-up offense. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and Tanja Bowman um, is kind of going to your point here. It says, Lamar seeing ghosts at this point. Look how great Lamar moves the chains in fourth quarter. When he is in control and the Ravens are moving well too, this offense is just too slow. Yeah. yeah. So Agreed. why can't we start doing implement that more? Right. And my thing is, like, this offense has been bottom of the barrel. If any one of us at our jobs did what Greg Roman did, we'd be fired. Like, this is like, you haven't put up 20 points with all these new weapons. I get the line is bang average but you can't put up 20 points right like 20 i think like lamar just outgrown him i really do um hashtag zero gotta go yeah i mean i, I agree I, I think i think i think i agree too and I'll, I'll get to roman in a second but just going back to what um you were saying about the offense needs to be you know faster pace and what Tanja was saying the offense is too slow i i definitely think that um Right now, the Ravens' offense is in a very, very weird spot where they're getting a game plan thrown at them that no other team is getting thrown at, you know? So the, the constant blitzing. You know, ever since the Miami game, teams are like, oh, that's how you stop them? Cool. Right. You know, and, and everyone's been doing it. And we've, we haven't been able to figure it out. We have not been able to crack that code. But what's happening is Lamar Jackson, his quarterback clock, and I talk about this a lot on this show. I'm sure you've heard it on other shows, too. People talk about it a lot. Lamar Jackson's quarterback clock is at an all-time low right now. So what that means is basically when the, when he snaps the ball, he gets the ball in his hands, he's getting ready to throw, he he has less time in his head than ever that he knows he's comfortable enough to throw the ball because he knows the blitz is coming. He knows it's going to be a free guy coming off of the edge or one of Ben Powers is going to get beat on the inside. It's going to be some interior pressure or or whatever. You know what I mean? Like his, his quarterback clock is shorter than ever before. And I think that's what's leading to a lot of these mistakes because he's rushing sometimes. Um, when one, you see when one or two or three drives goes by, you know, he gets frustrated. I mean, this is a this is a 24-year-old kid that we're talking about here. Like, I, I know me personally, if I'm, if I'm you know, and this, is my, this might be a terrible comparison. If I'm playing Madden or something like that, and I haven't scored in like two drives... Like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna want to go out there on my third drive and you know try to make something happen. I'm gonna try to gunsling, and I feel like Lamar, in a weird way, he kind of does the same thing. You know, you can tell like sometimes he'll get a little bit frustrated, try to get it all back in one play, and that's what a, that's a that's a young it force the force that's a young man's mistake. You know, I feel like those type of mistakes are very fixable. He is still only in his what third or fourth season. I mean, he's younger than Joe Burrow still. You know what I mean? I feel like uh, Lamar, he will grow. He will grow up here. You know, we know he has it physically, but up here, he does still have some growing to do uh, on the football field, which which I know he'll do. He's made his strides every single year. Um, He'll beat this narrative, too. He'll beat this narrative, too. I know that. But, you know, hey, man, uh, you know, other things, too. Seven sacks. Can't have that. You know, you just cannot have Lamar Jackson on the ground seven times. That's not a recipe for success. Uh, looking at Big Ben's numbers, though, he threw 21 for 31, 236 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. I'm good Only got sacked one too. time. 
really yeah. good chunk plays. He had the one to Claypool, other one to Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson dropped a touchdown. I mean, we got yeah. bailed out there. I don't even want to just like I put it on Twitter. I'm like, if I told my true feelings about this team, I would probably suspend it. It's just yeah. a joke. I mean, it's just all around. You don't know what you're gonna get. Uh, I thought, I thought the game was won when Patrick Queen picked it off, but just like the great secondary we have, pass interference, and yep. we just Ben looked like the worst quarterback last week. Like, and honestly, a lot of Ravens fans deserve this for just mocking Ben because he mm. came on just he picked us apart. Yeah, he, he did what we had to do to win. So, and people just picked pretty us to blow them out, and that was never going to happen. This was never going to be a blowout game. It's never really is, but definitely not. And just the fact we really couldn't get any pressure on him when their line isn't. This isn't the 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 Buccaneers line. This right. isn't a full healthy Browns line. You know, it's just a lot of just problems everywhere. Man. Yeah, there's there's problems everywhere from top to bottom on this team, man. But let's go ahead and look at some of the other stats from the game. Let's look at the rushing game. Yeah. 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 Let's look at the running game. So we had Lamar Jackson, eight carries for 55 yards. He had a 13-yard run. That was his longest of the day. Devonta Freeman, 14 carries for 52 yards, um, one touchdown, and his longest carry went for 18. Latavius Murray only had two carries for one yard. Nate McCrary had that one single carry, and I remember that play yeah. like the back of my hand. He yeah. lost a yard, and we never saw him again. Um. But that's as expected, though. They probably just wanted to get him in there, see if he can get anything positive going. If he if he had netted some positive yards on that play, they probably would have put him back in at some point. Um, but, you know, he lost a yard, even though it wasn't his fault. Yeah, you know? it's, it's like stuff like that. It's like you're expecting Devonta Freeman in 2021 to lead your team to run and running. Yeah. He, got cut, from, he and, got cut from the Giants last year. Right. And, like, I mean, see, my thing is, like, during the game yesterday, Devonta Freeman, he was playing, he was playing all right, you know. Um, he had he had some good plays, some decent runs, that sort of thing. But and I see a bunch of people on Twitter talking so much about how like Devonta Freeman this, Devonta Freeman that. Like we need to utilize him more. And it's like, guys, Devonta Freeman is not the answer. He's not the answer. You can look at it right there. Fourteen carries for fifty two yards. That's like three some three some a carry. That's not that's not going to I mean, do it. You know. Only good thing is him catching the ball in the backfield, which I really like. Yeah. That's something now that we haven't had with the running back in a while. Not right. even J.K. was doing that. He could have been this year, but. The running wise, I mean, it was hard. It's just hard for anybody with this damn line we have. We can't rush, and when Lamar runs for the most yards on the team, we most likely it was either very close or we lost. Because yeah. this, this just can't be happening. Yeah, man, it's it's just no good. And and another thing about you know Freeman, it's like people are saying, oh well, he's he's the best running back in Baltimore right now. It's like that's not saying much. No. You know, that's not saying a lot at all. Um, but we do have a super chat donation. This one coming from G Law himself, laying down the law per usual. Out, man, out the stadium, out the arena. He, he he might be across the street with the vendors. Shoot. Yeah, literally, literally, man. I don't I don't know where he he's pulling up from at this point. Yeah. But big shout out to you, Joe. You, Thank Joe. you so so much for making it rain, making it rain here on episode eighty six. Of the wow. Purple Rain podcast. Says, this wow. is for Simply S10 and Sudden Death 86 podcast. However, LJ has been playing, like he said, a rookie. We can blame the loss on coaching, but ultimately, it's the interceptions. It, it's we're, we're, We are our own worst enemy at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. We just love to shoot, shoot ourselves in the foot. We do. We do. Um, let's talk about another thing here. Uh the Steelers rushing, we we you know did a pretty good job keeping them under wraps. Najee Harry had Najee Harry, Najee Harris had over twenty carries, but only seventy one yards. You know, so I mean, we'll he turned take it that. on. He turned it on at the end of the in the fourth quarter. They really they pulled on us. They took advantage yeah. of a worn down defense and they got the yards when it mattered. Um, we did a really good job at stopping them. But then when Snell came in and then broke off the two, the eight, the one for eight, and then the one for five, it was like. Yeah, one of them. It was up. It, it was, was up. it was bad. Yeah, man. Um, another thing that I wanted to uh, bring up, our guy G Money says it's the interceptions that are costing us these games, but I also think that it's the pre snap penalties. It's, it's the pre snap penalties, man. It's been happening. It yeah. ha- we like this one I'm talking about with like just the offense. What and you know what? 
forget the preset penalties. Um, I have just a really big bone to pick. Yeah. Why on God's green earth are we sending Pastor Ricard, a 300-pound fullback, on more routes than our first-round wide receiver in Rashad Bateman? Make it make sense. Yeah. If we're just going to talk about problems with his offense, man, it's I don't know what it is. Along with a quarterback who doesn't trust himself, it's it's it's, it's a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, you're right. That doesn't make any sense to me. And you said something interesting uh, earlier in the episode. You said maybe Lamar has outgrown this offense, you know, and maybe he needs to be put into a different system where they can implement the skills that he has now, not the skills that, you know, he had when he first came into the league, but the skills he has now, the things he's learned and put that together and evolve that game plan, evolve that strategy um, of using Lamar Jackson to his benefit. And we haven't seen that. And you remember uh, right before the season started, there was one on NFL Network, Bucky Brooks. Remember when he was oh. saying what he said about Lamar? They should let him graduate after four years and move on. Doesn't sound too crazy when you think about it. Like when you when you when you put it the way that I just put it, you know, like in yeah. the way that you're saying, hey, maybe it's time for him to actually graduate to a new system, to another system. Maybe that means him going and finding another team. God forbid. Or maybe that means us getting rid of Giro and bring somebody new in. You know, yep. Yep. I, it's got to be one or the other. But do you agree? You think he should? I, he's graduated, right? I he should graduate from this. Yeah, right. it's like what else? I just don't see any growth. You can no. say you have this vault. Where? And when he said this vault, it just I got flashbacks to oh, we're gonna forge a new identity. Yeah. You added Des Bryant. Like I love Des. Right. But you didn't even do anything to try to implement him into this offense. What was this yeah, identity? Nothing, man. It's 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 been it's been bad. It's been bad. And like you said, the offense hasn't evolved. We haven't really seen much. It's still all the same. The same pre-snap motion. Duvernay, sweep, round the back, you know. Um, Ricard, send RP, him over. Send Ricard, him send him over, right. And you even saw yesterday us doing that over and over again. Wasn't there almost a fumble? Yep. Ricard, yeah. Coming through the backfield, ends up hitting him in the stomach or whatever. It's like, bro, we do this all the time. Why can't we not just... You don't even have to, I would say, evolve the offense as much as I would say just simplify it you know just simplify it it does not have to be hand tailored to some quarterback who can only run you know it does not have to be like that when they said that they were going to put Lamar Jackson under center more this season I was was like okay cool yeah it was clearly a lie clearly a lie but I was like okay cool this means that Lamar is finally going to have you know more time to to, uh, read his receivers when they're running routes and you know it's going to throw defenses off because we're not out of the same formation every single play uh, but we just have not seen that at all. No. And, and you can you can blame it on injuries. You can blame it on this. You can blame it on that. But listen, Lamar is there. This is his fourth season. You gotta you gotta take off the handcuffs. You gotta take off the the uh, the um, the training wheels, so to say. You know, let him do him. Let him operate as you know when when necessary as like a pocket passing quarterback. You know, uh, there's 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 different things that you can call up um, from under center, from Lamar being under center in order to beat the defenses that we're playing. I know that for a fact. You know, I know that for a fact. But it's like we just keep calling the same things and it just do- never seems to work. It never seems to work because we can't score over 20 points. So, hey. But uh, we do have another Super Chat donation. This one's coming yeah. in from Yolanda. Thank uh, you. Thank you Yolanda. so, so much. Making a rain here on episode 86 of the Purple Rain podcast. Make sure you guys like the video. Subscribe Please. to the channel as well Please. if you are new. Yes. Yolanda says, where is the quote-unquote vault with answers offensively that Jiro mentioned last week? I don't know. Maybe he's saving it for the playoffs that we might not make it to. I don't get why, like, how we can go to 99-yard drive and then just, like, not do anything else the rest of the game. Yeah. And uh, Mark, Mark Andrews, Marky Mark Andrews, he had a good game. Mm. Had, had a good, good game. game. Yeah. But I don't like being that guy who's like looks at the one bad thing, but he makes the contested catches and misses the ones he should catch. Hit him right in the breadbasket, right in the chest. Yeah, I remember that one. That was bad. Yeah. That was real yeah. bad. Yeah. I, it's just. I, I mean, I hate to say, I hate to, you know, bag on our guy, Mark Andrews, because we all love Mark Andrews. He's he's our guy. Uh, but 
those big moments, man. Those big moments. And that's why that's a part of the reason why I didn't like the uh the two point conversion call. We can, you want to talk guess, about that now? We can talk about yeah, let's, it. Yeah, we let's can go ahead and get it. into that too. Thank yeah. you so much, Yolanda, for your donation. We appreciate you. Thank you. Um but yeah, with with that call, I was like I get it. You want to have Lamar and Mark Andrews to have this moment where they they put the team on their back and they, and they bring it home. They win the game for us. But Mark Andrews has Mark Andrews has showed you consistently when the going gets tough, the kitchen is hot. You know what I mean? Like he's he's not the same guy. You know, I feel like Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, they make that play at the end of the game. You know. As soon as they come out of their break, their their head is automatically already turned around. They're looking for the ball. They're fighting for the ball. But I just didn't really see that. I didn't really see that with uh, with Mark Andrews on that last play. It hit him in the fingertips. Um, I thought that he had a good shot, a good enough shot at least at getting to that football. You know, but maybe it was just just out of reach for him. Who knows? But and like I said again, one more before before you go, I agree with the call. Because, like, I get Harbaugh wanted to be, he wanted to, you know, put his faith in his team uh, in order to bring the home of the game. I, I get that. I understand. But on the same token, though, we do have the best field goal kicker of all time. So we pretty much could have guaranteed to tie the game up. And then it was, a, it was literally going to be a 50-50 chance that we got the ball in overtime. And I don't know. I like our odds. If we get the football first in overtime and Lamar, and like, Lamar gets the football. Yeah, exactly. Lamar gets the football. And he gets determined, and he's walking up and down the sideline like, oh, yeah, it's over. We scoring this drive. I got faith in Lamar. I got faith in the Ravens offense then. You know, we can put something together, put a drive together, and get down the field. Because it only seems like we can do that towards the end of games when we have to be resilient. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, which is another super frustrating thing. Super frustrating. Like, I don't get that how, you know, we're asked, the offense is asked the entire game. And then when our backs are up against the wall – that's when we start, you know, performing. We start marching down the field, and we throw the touchdown to Sammy Watkins. It's like, okay. By the way, that was Sammy Watkins' first touchdown of the year. Shout out to him. But Bargain. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Like I said, I agree with it, but at the same time, I don't agree with it. And I know that kind of makes me seem like I'm in the middle. I'm, like, on the fence about it. And I am. I am. I can't be mad either way, but how did you feel about it, Alex? I loved it. I'm going to stick by it. Um, You know, because I saw – the Colts game, Mark Andrews stepped up when it was big. He caught the two-point conversion. He caught one of the touchdowns. He caught both. He, yeah, he caught the two-point conversion and the touchdown for us to tie the game with, like, less than a minute left against the Colts. I love yeah. it. I mean, that's the one time I believe that I've seen him step up. Browns game, I mean, he stepped up too, but it was just – that whole play was just terrible. We had three of our linemen, like, just jumping on each other. It's like – I forget what that game was. He's all just jump on each other. We had a big pile of just – big men you had the best edge rusher in the league running straight at lamar jackson and you had a poor throw that got his fingertips that maybe he should have caught it but it's a hard catch either way um right i'm the same person who hated the call against the chiefs on fourth down i thought our defense you know the way they are playing i hated that call but i love this call i don't know what's wrong with me probably something but i just don't trust our defense um i get i get why he did it and I wouldn't trust their offense going down there and scoring either. Yeah. Because they were playing prevent. And you know Greg Roman would have been on that bullshit again. Try not to curse, but there it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Out your grievances, man. Yeah, I, I mean, that. it's just... As much as I want to believe we could have went down on them, TJ Watt would have two more sacks and get five and a half for the day. Because they, they turn it up when they need to. Yeah, they make that's, that's they true. That's what true, too. What adjustments has this team made? These coaches? Like coordinators uh i mean it's hard to say man it's hard to say because a lot of the adjustments that they i know they are making adjustments that's literally they get paid to yeah they get paid to make adjustments that's what they get paid to do but it's like what they're calling up just it has not been seeming to work and i I just think that it, it comes down to probably a personnel thing you know the injuries like i said in the beginning of the episode they're finally really catching up to us you know it's gonna let roman get another year because he's gonna get the injury yeah, he's so it's annoying. Bad. I he's know, so right? Bad. I know. But I I think even with the injuries, if we have, because how many games do we have left now at this point? Five. Five no. games. If we, Do we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Browns, Browns, Packers, 
Bengals, Rams, Steelers five. Oh my god, that's so tough. Yeah, five. I know. If we, I would say this: if we don't win three of those five games, Roman's gone. I hope so. Hell, two. You got to win every. If you want to get in the playoffs, I'm thinking all the division games. But even more, just like kind of the wings thing, and I don't want to rag on somebody who's hurt. Why in God's green earth is Marlon Humphrey on Ray Ray McLeod? They got Claypool and Deontay Johnson. Right. Yeah. I, no. No idea, man. Yeah. It, it's just it's little stuff like that. Like that just irks me. It's like this is a ninety-eight point five million dollar cornerback. Yeah. Ray Ray McLeod's like their third, fourth receiver. Fourth, yeah. Juju's healthy. I don't know. I don't know, dog. It's it's and of course we'll get into Marlowe in a second. Yeah. Um Jonathan Washington Jr. chimes in here, says, You realize Lamar Jackson, he locks in when the Ravens go no huddle. So like Alex was saying, push that pace. He said he's done it multiple times this season and throughout his career, but we only go to it where when we're in desperate need of points. Giro cannot adjust. Yeah. He, That's yeah. super annoying. Super annoying, man. Like There's a reason why his team's I mean Kaepernick, he get, that got into us the Super Bowl, and then they uh, even even that too. Like, can we just talk about like when he was in the Super Bowl, his yeah. offense did the same thing that the offense is doing now, do absolutely nothing the first half, three quarters, and then they turn it on in the fourth quarter. That's the same yeah. thing the Niners did against us in the in Super Bowl. Hmm. When That's the, an interesting, yeah. Take, I just yeah. I just thought about that. The, hmm. When he was with the Bills, what did they do? Like, yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. I didn't even realize that. I didn't. I, I, I just. I promise. I just. I just thought about that. Um, yeah. And I'm starting to think about this secondary. They actually have me and you playing secondary next week. I'm be lining yeah, up I mean, defensive sh- back. I mean, if you wanna, well. you can run box safety. I think we would need you. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. I'll replace uh, Marlon Humphrey, um, Deshaun Elliott, whoever you need me to. Honestly, yep, I love at it. this point. Um, let's take a look here at just the receiving numbers here from the, uh, yesterday's game. So we had Hollywood Brown, five catches for 55, Mark Andrews, four catches for 50 yards. Devonta Freeman had five catches for 45 yards. Sammy Watkins, four for 39 and a touchdown. Latavius Murray, two catches for 34 yards. Um, Devin Duvernay, two catches for 21. Pat Ricard with one catch, uh, and Rashad Bateman with no catches, one target. And the only target was a drop. One of those yeah. Yeah, man. It's like we, we got Bateman to take me back to the Vikings game when they just torched their secondary. Torched them. And and just now it's... It's nowhere near that, man. It's just we can't seem to get anybody open. We can't, you know, we can't let... Routes aren't developing downfield because Lamar Jackson doesn't have time to let those routes develop downfield. So the quick strike game the quick strike game we thought that would be you know the answer but it really doesn't seem like they're going to that too much either now lamar he do, he does go to that sometimes but the issue is like he doesn't he doesn't really prefer the check down game he wants to make that big play happen which i understand but at the same time you know being a quarterback in the nfl sometimes that means you have to do what take what the defense gives you you know that's what it's really all about. And you saw him do that at certain points in the game yesterday. So he is learning. I know he's getting better with that. Um, but he still does have some work to do. Uh, now, looking at this, this this receiving list here, looking at the targets, of course, um, Mark Andrews has the most targets, followed by Devonta Freeman. But if we're just talking about wide receivers, it's, it's going to go Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown have the most targets. There's no reason why Pat Ricard, um, or why Devin Duvernay should be getting more targets than Rashad Bateman. There's no reason why uh, Devonta Freeman should be getting more targets than a Rashad Bateman on our team. I, I just think that it's, it's really... Latavius it, Murray, our backup Lat- right back. Latavius Murray. You know what I mean? It, it makes no sense why we're not getting our first round pick, our first round pick who has shown a lot of signs of um, being a really good player on the field in his last couple of games. Why are we not including him in the game plan? You know? Yeah. I, I put it out. I was like, if we were never going to use Bateman, why did we take him? Like, yeah. you could have, you know, I, I the, the whole Twitter is really annoying because everybody has an opinion and they can't think. But somebody, because mm-hmm. I said Creed Humphrey was there. I didn't mean take Creed Humphrey at 27th. 
I meant yeah. trading down and getting a second round pick and then taking Greed Humphrey. Like, if we weren't going to use this receiver, why do you take him when there were other needs there that we needed? What was the point of it? Right. I, I still yeah. just like, and I love Sammy Watkins too. It's like targeted six times, four catches, one of them a touchdown. Andrews, nine targets, four, four catches. Maybe right. like you, you just aren't giving to the guys who I think have earned it. I yeah. think Bateman's but- earned more targets. I think Prochet's earned more targets. I, I was just gonna say Prochet. I was like, I feel like he earned, he's earned his keep here on the Ravens receiving core, but nothing, nothing. And once um, they get away yeah. from his run game, thinking that it's gonna do something, maybe you'll see the offense evolve because his run game is not gonna lead you anywhere. It's not happening. It's not. It's not. Like this is not the year for us to lean on the run. Um, and I think teams know that. Teams genuinely know that. Like we can nickel and dime a little bit with Devonta Freeman. He might have a nice run here and there, but they know for the most part. Devonta Freeman and Latavius Murray are not going to be gashing them for, you know, big runs, um, big touchdown plays, explosive type plays. They're just not doing that. They're past that that point in their career. Teams recognize that. So they're going to say, OK, we're going to key in on this pass game by blitzing the hell out of Lamar Jackson, not giving him hardly any time to process and think uh, to make the right reads. Um, and just kind of force him to get the ball out quick. Not let any explosive plays happen. If you want to try to nickel and dime us, cool. We'll allow a. 99 yard touchdown drive that took up 10 minutes every once and again but you know other than that as long as we as long as the ravens continue to shoot themselves in the foot with these pre-snap penalties and you know just not being able to adjust um to in order to beat this cover zero cover one type blitz schemes that we're facing a lot it's gonna be more of the same it's gonna be more of the same um but real quick guys we do have over 100 people about 116 people oh, watching live right now 117 thank, thank you guys you. so so much for coming through and joining the stream last time i checked it was like 40 i'll take it thank you i know right we appreciate you guys for coming through to uh this episode episode 86 of the purple rain podcast make sure you like this video also subscribe to the channel if you are yes. new here as well uh we do have another super chat donation here coming from savigs thank you so so much savigs making it rain here on this episode of prp says bro we got to put lamar under center like Tannehill." Tannehill is ass, but the plays they draw up for him always have either a tight end or a wide receiver open. That boy Johnny Smith got that contract because he was his security valve at times, along yeah. with AJ Brown. Like, yeah, I mean, and and they run a lot of play action, you know. Like, yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't really know why. Like, we can't put him under center more often. It's like, do they not trust him? The same yep. way that they would trust a, yep. a Tannehill under center. But yep. it's like, why? Do they see him in practice? You, and they, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I'm thinking like at this point, I'm, I'm thinking like, do they put him under center at practice? And when he snaps the ball, he's like falling all over his feet and tripping and they just see that he can't do it. Or, or what is it? Because it's like if we can mix it up a little bit more on offense, keep these defenses off balance. I feel like that would bode very, very well for our offensive production. But instead, we don't do that. It's the same looks every time. And me... A casual Ravens fan who's sitting at home watching the game on my couch, I can call exactly what we're going to do. Oh. Exactly what we're going to do on offense. It's annoying. Thank you. Thank you for bringing this up. Oh, my. I was – I actually had almost had a stroke speaking of mm. seeing stuff. We had three receivers lined up to uh, Lamar's right. Please cover your ears, you little children. They had one mm. fucking defensive back. One. Mm. One defensive back. We had three receivers. And Lamar ran for 11 yards. Got the first down. Yes. Yeah. How does that happen? Like, this might be my problem with Lamar right now. How do you not see that? Or maybe right. give him the tools to call maybe a hot route. Maybe this, I'm not know if you can do that. But, like, yeah. it was like it was there. There were yards there to get, and we did it. I don't know what the problem is. Like I said, this is not an 8-4 and four team. We are frauds. We are phonies. We are the Steelers of last year. I don't care how you – we aren't that good of a team. Sorry. Yeah. Just going to be honest. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that we are, and we are right not a Super Bowl contender. Either. We are not. They don't say that we are. It's not happening. Yeah, it's not looking good at the moment. With that being said, let's get into this. Let's get into the title of the video. The question: Is this season salvageable for the Ravens? Like, can the Ravens put something together, go on a postseason run, and then find themselves somehow, some way, in the Super Bowl in the big game? Is is the season salvageable, Alex? In any way? No. I, I know the people up high are hoping we can win the division, get a home playoff game, get the revenue, get the get the, all that, and then we eventually drop out and they're one and done. That's yeah. that's what they're hoping for. 
because right now the Patriots, they're beating us. The Bills, yeah. they're beating us. The Chiefs, they're beating us. Honestly, you 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 talked about the Patriots. I don't even want to think about that the type defense, of game plan. Oh goodness, you don't the five defense, minimum. At least, at least, and I don't I don't even want to think about the game plan that Bill Belichick would draw up. Like he would draw up a game plan that builds upon the game plan that we can't stop right now. That that guys like um, Brian Flores, a Bill Belichick disciple, Brian Flores came up with a nice game plan to stifle Lamar Jackson. Imagine what Bill Belichick can come up with. You know, like I, the same, I don't know. the same defense of the the Steelers that let, put up the Bengals put thirty five on them. Yeah, they they, they lost forty two to whatever because Ben threw a pick six, but thirty five points on them. We put up nineteen. Nineteen, and like we were winning the whole game, we were winning I, the I entire think, game. And I want to just talk about this too with the defense. The yeah. lack of get the turnovers is just disgusting. It hurts. Like it definitely hurts. Not to rag on him again, because but Marlon can't catch. Our we have defensive backs who just can't catch. Yeah, and I'm and are, and are proud of it too. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's not cute. It's not funny. It's, right. Like like I said, this defense is Twitter fingers when it used to be trigger fingers. Mm. So, I mean, PQ's been playing better lately. Oh no no yeah he's been yeah all love like he has been the most improved player on this team by a mile. Like what we've yeah. seen from him, he hasn't. He was he stopped him on a short yardage play yesterday. Should have had the pick. Um, the, our linebackers have been the least of our worries, I'd say. Like they've right. been playing very well. Josh Bynes, Welch, Chris Boer got ran over yesterday. That's a whole other story. Um, yeah. It's just our. It's just a secondary man. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Injuries, obviously. And, right. And when you look at the uh, the Baltimore defensive stats right here, this number, sacks, no sacks from the entire team except for Calais Campbell with one. Can't the have that. The oldest player on our, de- on our defense, I'm pretty sure. Can't have it's that. him and Bynes. You cannot let a, a, a veteran quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger have a clean jersey. You just can't do it. You got to knock him around. You know, cause the if, furthest if, thing from mobile. Exactly. If not... He's going to sit there. He's going to sit in that pocket. And he's going to pick you apart all day long. There was one point, I think it was like a third and whatever. I think it was a third and four, five, six, something like that. And, you know, Tony Romo was on the call yesterday for CBS. And he was saying, like, look for this guy right here. Uh, he's going to, Ben's going to throw the slant route to him as soon as they snap it. And I think Jimmy Smith was sagging off of him. And that's exactly Deontay who Johnson. he goes to. Mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson, yeah. Just throws the slant routes just perfectly on time. It's just like, this is, and, you know, Tony Romo. He played quarterback for a long time for the Cowboys. Um, veteran player. I mean, he he knows what he's talking about. And, and veteran, game respects game. Game sees game, you know. Ben Roethlisberger knew what Tony Romo was looking at on the field. You know, like it's from the broadcast booth, Tony Romo saw the same things that Ben Roethlisberger saw and vice versa. And vice versa was not vice versa, but Ben was able to exploit uh, what he saw on the field. And that's the difference between what we have in Lamar Jackson who – we exploit the other team based off of Lamar's athleticism, yeah. not based off of his, you know, cerebralness at the quarterback position, which comes with time, which can come with time, you know. Uh, but going back to my point before, man, you cannot give him, you cannot give a quarterback like that those easy looks, um, you know, just having him clean in the pocket. There was a point yesterday in the game where I felt like we were definitely going to lose because you gave Ben Roethlisberger had an all-time confidence. He had like a, a a swagger to him yesterday that he was just feeling himself. You know, he was smiling, cheesing on the sidelines, cheesing on the yeah. field after plays in between plays and things like that. It's like, oh yeah, he's picking us apart. It's not picking cute. us apart at this point. Like, it's, it's not, not cute. funny. It's not. It's just it's just embarrassing, bro. Like this is it just... is. Now, when we talk about can this team be salvaged? Like, can we do anything? <laughs> It's it's harder now, and we'll talk about this now, that we have no healthy corners, right? Um, Marlon Humphrey, out for the season. Harbaugh mm-hmm. announced it today. He's done. What is it, a shoulder, right, or a peck? Yeah, peck. Torn peck. peck. Yeah, so I think it was the same thing as uh, Elliot, right? Yep. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, star corner, gone. Um Marcus Peters uh, gone since the beginning of the season. Corner. Yeah. Uh, um Deshaun Elliott, our safety, 
gone, gone. even though Brandon Stevens has stepped up in that role in like what I've seen from him um, for the most part. But it, it, it's just not like the, on the back end right now, we are so, so banged up, so, so I, hurt. And it's, it just seems like and you were telling me this before we went live. The the receiving cores we have to face going forward, and I'll let you get into it. You can talk about it. Okay. It's not going to be pretty. Talk about Ooh. who we got left. All right. Um, we have Jarvis Landry next game. Okay. Mm. After that, we play the Packers. Oh, Devontae Adams, Marquez yeah. Valdez-Scantlin, mm. Alan Lazard. And, you know, it's Devontae Adams you got to really worry about. And then right. his win stop. Uh, and then the game after that, oh, you know, just, just the Rams. Rams. It's Cooper Cup and you know. Odell Beckham Jr. Two touchdowns in the last two games. Yeah, no biggie. Van right. Jefferson who would give anybody on this, you know. Um, game after that, the Bengals. Jamar Chase. Uh, T. Higgins, who is their best receiver. From what I see, right? He was having a great game yesterday. Mm. Uh, Tyler Boyd. And then the Steelers once again. Once again. Yeah. And so, like my guy Alex just said, needless to say, we we do face some pretty good wide receiving cores for the rest of the season with probably the most banged up secondary in the league right now. Like, even going into the game, we didn't have any healthy secondaries, not uh, healthy players in our secondary or DBs. It was crazy because um, I think before the game, the Steelers game, we saw uh, Marlon Humphrey was on the injury list with what he had a uh, some sort of injury. It was like a sickness yep. or something like that, illness. Yeah, illness. But then he he popped up at the Wizards game like, oh yeah, cool, Marlon's he's good, he's healthy, you know, he's gonna play. Yeah. And two days later, he's out for the season. So you know that sucks. That now our secondary is pretty much decimated, and going against those really talented receiving cores. For the rest of the season, this pass rush is really going to have to help out. Wink is going to have to figure out some way in order to get pressure on the quarterback to help out that secondary on the back end. Because there's no more – it's not going to be any more coverage sacks. It's not going to be – not that we were getting those anyway, really. Um, but it's not, it's not going to be none of that. You know what I mean? Like, we have to get home with four guys like Owe, guys like Houston. Got to step up. Yeah. Got to make something happen. Got to make the quarterback uncomfortable. Um, but, yeah. Uh, as simply as 10 says here, like the video, guys. We have over 140 people watching yes, live please. right Let's now. Get, Come honestly, on, like the video. Give me the 86 likes. Turn me up. 86 for the 86 episodes. Turn us up, please. And thank you. Like the video. Subscribe yeah. to the channel if you are new. Um, and follow us on Instagram as well at the Purple Rain Podcast. Just how it's spelled right here above our heads. You can even scan that QR code, it'll take you right to the page. Um, all right, now I mean we are we've already talked for about forty eight minutes. Jesus, all right. And I can last, still keep going. <laughs> we can really still do. keep going, but I want to get some input here from the Rain Gang. See what you guys are talking about. All you guys who are new here, we're gonna do a segment called Burning Questions, where you can ask us any question that you have at the moment about the Ravens. Um, what are you thinking right now about the team? Like just about anything, you know, Ravens related, of course. Burning questions. Make sure you get them in the chat, the live chat right now. If you're not watching this live and you're part of the hashtag replay gang, we appreciate you guys so much. Once again, make sure you leave your comments down below. Um, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything like that, hey, man, make sure you come through to the YouTube every once in a while and check us out live because we love to interact with you guys when we can. All right. So let's see what we have here from you guys. What burning questions do we have from you guys? As our guy Mod K Dog says, smash that like button, of course. Smash the like button. Let's get those likes up to 86. Y'all heard the man. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. The first one's going to come from Yolanda. Okay. Says, are they going to fire Giro if we lose another game? No. No. Because the problem is they're not they're not looking at Giro right now. They're not even looking at him as a problem, as an issue. At least they're not saying it publicly. They're not even hinting at it publicly. No. You know. Um, it's all we have to be better. Um, execution has to be better. Everything cookie just cutter. all around, you know, all cookie cutter bullshit, you know, um, it, per usual, per usual. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if we lose another game, I don't think they're going to fire Giro. But like I said, if we don't win um, at least three of our last five, I think that they will consider going in a different direction. Or if we yep. miss the playoffs, one or the other, if we miss the playoffs or that happens. They'll, I think they'll get rid of them. I think I, they will. I think if anything for the Ravens fans to be happy about. We have a cutthroat GM and DaCosta. I think DaCosta like will like be like he would go above and beyond. He'd go to Bishotti and be like, All right, mm. 
he's not doing it. We haven't seen progression since 2019, just going to be honest. Um, I think it's time for us to move on. I, I don't yeah. think – then you can talk to John Harbaugh about it, but I, I think DaCosta would do it, if anything. I mean, if Ozzie yeah. was still there, I love Ozzie, but, you know, he would kind of let the coach handle it. You've seen DaCosta. If you're not doing good, he'll trade it. Like we saw with our linebackers, with Owasso and uh, Kenny Young in 2019. Right. We signed right. Fort and Bynes off the street, and they said, bye. Yep. Traded Kenny Young, didn't re-sign Peanut. I mean, that's what's cool about DaCosta. Like, you got to be doing your thing, so – yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah the bottom line, man, they, they ain't letting him go unless yeah. something drastic happens. Like 0 and 5, and we don't put up 20 points right. again. Speaking of the last five games, our guy J Prime 235 has the next question says, Which of these last five games are you looking forward to the most and the least? I would say the least I'm looking forward to is this week against the Browns. Ooh. Reason being is because, hey, we just played the Browns last week, and they haven't played football since. They've been doing nothing but resting their bones. You know, Baker Mayfield and all those boys from the Browns, they've been resting up. They've had two weeks to prepare for us. Literally, the moment that they, they lost that game to us um, last week, they've been watching nothing but film on that game and that game alone. While we had to prepare for the Steelers, we just lost, and now we have to gear up to prepare for the Browns once again. We're banged up, even more banged up than the last time we played them, and yeah. they're going to be healthier because they didn't play last week. So that's what I'm most afraid of, because if we lose that game, we drop that one, and we that's two in a row, two divisional losses in a row, that's yeah. going to hurt. That's going to hurt really bad. Um, but, yeah, the, the game I'm looking to forward to most, hey, man, I'd probably say, I think I'm going to say Green Bay. I'm going to say Green Bay, <laughs> because and, and not because and not because of how competitive I think we can be with them. I just think it's really cool when, you know, the Ravens play up against an NFC team, especially a good NFC team, because we don't get to see that yeah. too often, you know. Oh, we got I mean, two we of them coming the Packers. in. We do, we do. But we, we saw the Rams a couple of years ago. We haven't seen the Packers in the regular season in years, you know. Yes, in 17, and I think it was Brett Hundley was their quarterback, and we went up to Lambeau and shut him out. When Mike Wallace yeah. scored, I was in 17. And before that was 13 when they beat us, when I think mm-hmm. Dallas Clark had a one-handed touchdown grab so it's been a while since we've seen Aaron Rodgers so I'm that's actually the game I'm looking forward to the least I get into mind because yeah. I think he's gonna just cut us apart um yeah he, he, he very well them. might <laughs> yeah he doesn't care Rodgers will just right. um the game the most I'm looking forward to none of them but if anything mm-hmm. maybe week 18 against the Steelers um that yeah. that game's gonna mean something so we'll see yeah we'll see we'll see um, click one says, yo, what to do rang gang? What's up? Click. I'm click one. Thank you for coming through. Uh, Josh Hoffman with an interesting question here says, yeah. if you like the two point conversion attempt, would you oh. like that same attempt in a playoff game? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I'm going to say in a playoff game. No, definitely not a playoff game. I did. So like what makes the regular like, season different? What makes yesterday different? Between just us not having any momentum i'm gonna say even that no we scored we still didn't have any momentum our defense was done like they were running all over us Hmm. they had me and you back there playing cornerback and a playoff game is different i mean you can live to fight another day in the regular season like you can lose that and still have more games in the playoffs it's like you gotta you gotta play as safe as possible yeah yeah i mean it's I know. I, I get what you're saying. The stakes yeah. are definitely higher in the playoffs yeah. for sure. And you yeah. know, in the regular season, like you said, you can live to fight another day, just like we're doing. You know, we lost yesterday. Win the war. Right. We lost yesterday, but we still got five games left. You know, we're eight yeah. and four right now. So I, I get that. I understand yeah. that the stakes are and, definitely and no higher. One, so if we were to go to OT, probably somebody else would have got hurt. I honestly believe that's what Harbaugh was thinking too, because he just he regretted the whole J.K. Dobbins injury. That yeah. has to be something going through his head. But maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe he was just. And a lot of that, you know, I feel like that two-point conversion attempt, a lot of that I feel like is emotions, you know, and I feel oh, like yeah. a lot of it has to do with who we were playing, you know. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're, if we play against any other team, we we probably kick that field goal, go to overtime, take our chances. Yep. Um, but I feel like since it was the Steelers and, you know, it's the rivalry and, you know, one team has to show that they're better than the other, that they can beat them. It has to be decisive, yep. that sort of thing. And I feel like that was going through John Harbaugh's head, like, hey – We've been winning this whole game. You know, they yep. just took the lead just a few minutes ago. Hey, let's snatch it right back, call game, go home. 
you know, punch him in the mouth, send him home. Exactly, exactly. Didn't happen that way, you know. But I, I, I think like if it. it's a team with a better record too, mm-hmm. I think we're going to overtime. Or, or if they aren't in our division, big thing was division game too. I think he I like that too. Yeah. Um, let's see another question coming from Be More Ravens Gunny says thoughts on maybe using both Lamar and Tyler Huntley in games. That's blessed me. Yeah, I don't really like that either because it won't really allow either of them to get in a rhythm, any type yeah. of rhythm. And Same way we don't with our running backs, never in a rhythm. Yeah, and this isn't this isn't like college, like a college offense or a college football yeah. where you can kind of just swip, you know, mix and match guys. You know, it's just no, no. You need a guy, one guy, to get in the rhythm and lead the offense. You know, because yep. I mean, it, it's actually shown we can't just rely on athleticism. You know, because uh, teams are game planning for that. Um, so it's going to take just some mental, some mental evolving from Lamar. Yeah. You know. All right, so we'll take a couple more here before we get out of you guys' hair for the night. Let's see. Darius, the official. Thank you so much for chiming in. Um, as we still have about 140 people watching, make sure you guys like the video. How many likes are we at right now? Like check more oh 76 okay cool yeah we're almost there like the video if you have not yet also subscribe to the channel if you are new darius says the way our offense is doing right now what can you see our record being after the season who you think it's gonna get worse before it gets better yeah i'm going 10 wins max okay so two and three over this last stretch yep max if not nine wins nine and eight I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at the issues on our team. It's there's no amount of preparation. There's no amount of you know schemes, whatever, or anything that can really fix what we have going on right uh, right now. Um, our our quarterback can't perform to uh, the potential that we know he can because the trenches are not what they need to be in front of him. You know, um, left tackle that entire left side of the line, uh, Alejandro Villanueva and mainly Ben Powers. Have not been very good. They've not been yes. very good. He's had pressure coming from there. The right tackle has been a carousel pretty much all year. Macari's in and out. We've got Phillips filling in for him. And we know how Tyree Phillips is at that right tackle position. Not that good at all. Um, so, yeah, you have the problems on the offensive line. Um, you have the problems with the uh, with the defense. You know, sometimes earlier in the season it was the, it was the tackling. Now I feel like the tackling's gotten a little bit better. Uh, but, you know, the offense just can't step up, man. Offense just can't step up. So I can agree. I, I think that we will. I say we win three games. I think we I think we lose to the Browns. I think we beat surprisingly. I think we beat the Packers. I think we beat the Packers and I think we beat the Rams. If we beat the Packers and the Rams. That that's just that's so Raven. That's so Raven. I, leave, I, leave <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's so Raven. Oh my gosh, we got we got to use that. We got to use that more often. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, ten wins, maybe eleven wins for me. I think. Okay. What are we predicting this season? Like twelve? I think we predicted like twelve wins. Twelve or thirteen. Yeah. All right. So let's see. All right. Destiny says, "What changes should be made if the Ravens are one and done this year?" Um, like I said, one and done in the playoffs, it depends on what happens through the course of these last five games and what happens actually in that playoff game. But for me, I would say when it comes to the draft, let's draft us a tackle for the future. You know, get some guys on that line who are homegrown, you know, come from really good schools, really good, you know, college performances, things like that, because it goes to show like Lamar Jackson can only be Lamar Jackson. With protection. Now that's any quarterback, um, but you know a lot of people tend to put Lamar on this on this separate pedestal because he can run and all this other stuff. But like at the end of the day, he needs the same type of type of protection that an Aaron Rodgers gets, that a Tom Brady gets. You know because that's what it takes in order to get the ball, push the ball down the field. Um, so that's what I would say. The changes need to be made. Uh, drafting offensive tackle. What about you? Agree with that, and uh, a new a new play caller. Yeah, okay. and just a, a new scheme, a new a new mind, a fresh mind. Yeah, I got you. 
Let's see. Uh, Tony Hendo says, do you think EDC has done a good job putting this team together? A good job, yes. I think if you look at this team with just a couple of these guys back from injury, we're, we're talking something different. I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I agree. good, not great, but good, yes. Remember the uh, remember the episode we did like right before the season started, and we were like projecting the Ravens' starting offense and defense. Yeah, yeah. that team, like with no injuries, like just fully healthy, that team is, is dangerous. Yeah, I'm going ten wins. Dangerous. Obviously, I'm not going to say they're undefeated or one loss. I'm going ten wins. I say ten wins, bare minimum, bare minimum, ten wins. You know, um, but like I said, those injuries really just decimated us all season. You know, I, I still think not signing a center really hurt us. Because Bozeman at left guard over Powers makes a huge difference. It really does. Mm. I, I still wish you got Rodney Hudson when the when the Raiders cut him. That's and mm. the, but the Cardinals picked him up. I don't like the Cardinals. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. Gina Gorman, thank you so much for coming to the stream. Says who y'all got winning the Super Bowl at this point? I mean, who have won the bowl? I'm gonna have the Bucks in there. I mean, it's hard to not have Tom Brady. Um, I'm gonna throw the Cardinals up in there too because they are ten and two with injuries, but they yeah. do kind of give me some 2019 Ravens vibes where they could go one and done. Um, I can scary, feel that too. Scares me yeah. a little bit. Um, who else do we have? I mean, for the AFC side, I don't know. I'm gonna say Chiefs. You can put it's such there. a toss up, right? It's like. Uh... I want to say the Chiefs just because, like, you know their playoff experience. It looks like they're the team that's getting hot right now, right when they five need to. Five their past five games. Right. Like, you gotta I, could, I can say the Chiefs. With just coaching. Right. McDaniels and and uh, Belichick. Yeah. I don't – the Bills – I need to see something from the Bills tonight. I want to see a, a dominant win. If the Bills lose tonight, I'm putting the Patriots over them the rest of the year. Yeah. Honestly. If the Bills win tonight, that would be a very, very, it'd be very, very interesting, very weird for the AFC. It would just go to show like the AFC this year has been a, a just a roller coaster, just yeah. a roller coaster. It's just you can never really predict who's going to be on top week to week. It's just back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, for, let's winning, see. for winning it though, for winning it. Okay. I think that I think NFC teams winning it this year again. You said you think that who? NFC team. Oh, NFC together. team. Yeah, I can understand that. The way the way the AFC has been looking this year, yeah. just how wishy washy they've been, I could definitely see an NFC team so, taking it home again. Packers or Bucks for me, and with the, because the Packers are getting Jair back, Zedarius Smith back, and yeah. somebody else in their team too on their defense. Let's see. Gerald says, "How is it the Ravens' number one pick does not have a touchdown?" Yeah, I mean, it, it really seems like there hasn't really been. And a conscious effort made to implement him in the passing game as much as we implement a Hollywood Brown, as much as we implement uh, a Mark Andrews. But Rashad Bateman, this kid, he's got all the skills. He's got all the skills. He's got hands. He's got speed. He's got effort after the catch. You know what I mean? He's got size on him, too. Um, We could be our offense. Honestly, if you ask me, I think that Rashad Bateman needs to be he needs to be getting the amount of targets that Hollywood gets. You know, and Hollywood should be more of that just every so often deep threat. You know what I mean? Because the deep threats work the best when you got when you have guys who know how to work the hell out of the underneath. You know, guys like Bateman, guys like Mark Andrews who can get open underneath. You know, the more and more you get the ball to them, the more and more Hollywood's going to have better opportunities uh, to get down the field and catch that one big home run play. Which we have, you know, we have all year. Exactly. We have not seen a home run Hollywood play. I respect that the PIs that we're actually drawing, but besides that, we haven't connected on a deep touchdown that really can change the game. Yeah, it, it's been hard. It's been tough. Um, let's see. We got a guy keeping it real, keeping it real in the building. Big shout out to you. Thank you so much for coming through, my nope. guy. Says, this has been a rough season for the Ravens. They have been battling injuries and have so many issues offensively. This team will fight to the end, but I don't see them going far. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, if there's one thing you know the Ravens got, it's resiliency. You know they got that. They good for that. You know, trailing in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, we're going to come back. We're going to make it a close, interesting game. Have everybody on the edge of their seats. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's not winning football. Um, and the injuries definitely do have a lot to do with that. Um, big shout out to you keeping the real for coming through the stream. We appreciate you. All right. Um, OK, 
So I think that is going to go ahead and do it for us tonight on this episode of PRP. Thank you guys so, so much for coming through. Great episode. Yeah, great episode. Lovely episode. Episode 86 of PRP. Make sure you you guys like this video before you get out of here. Like the video. Three more likes. Like the video. Like, like, like. And subscribe to the channel if you are new here, if you enjoyed the content today. Um, We'd appreciate that so much. It helps the channel out a ton. Um, And very last thing before we get out of here, make sure you follow us on Instagram at The Purple Rain Podcast. Make sure you follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Sutton Def if you'd like to, at Sutton Def. You can follow this guy over here, SimplyAS10, at SimplyAS10 on Twitter. And on Instagram, you can follow him at SimplyAS10.prod. And make sure you follow him on YouTube, subscribe rather, at SimplyAS10. Um, With that being said, thank you guys so much for coming out to the stream. And I'm going to let my guy Alex take us out. Thank you for coming through. And thank you to all 146 I know more people who just mm. came through and, and enjoyed, and we hit we hit the like goal, eighty seven likes. So thank you very much, and as always, have a great night. Mm-hmm. Stay up, stay positive. Don't let your favorite teams ruin your happiness. Right. If that was me, my favorite team's loss. But have a great day, have a great week, and as always, stay positive, test negative, and most importantly, never ever ever forget to call God. This has been episode 86 of PRP. We're going to catch you guys in the next 